Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth. I'm an intimacy coach and psychologist. I created this show to explore the erotic alphabet, to help you learn more about desire and expressing your desires, discover ways to spice up your relationship and create that sizzling relationship you've always wanted. I do this through solid science, real life stories and interviews with an exciting variety of sex experts. Listen in weekly as I share key strategies to help you create your ideal sexual life. Make sure you join us to access even more sexual strategies on my blog, A to Z of Sex, access our monthly newsletter with subscriber-only offers at www.atozofsex.com. That's A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of Sex. I'm Dr. Lori Beth, and I'm your host. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Just a reminder, this podcast deals with adult content, so if you don't have total privacy, you might want to put on your headphones. Today, the letter is N, and N is for naughty. Naughty, as a word for wicked, came into being in the late stages of Middle Middle English, around 1800, and is now frequently used to mean saucy or risque. The Urban Dictionary defines naughty as a bad girl that needs to be punished, usually by fucking her, or a lady who wears tight, revealing clothing. It can also refer to a female who is in bondage. Naughty girls are both highly attractive when they're single or committed to someone else, and highly worrisome to monogamous men when they're they, they are their wives or girlfriends. As women, we're given conflicting messages around being naughty at most ages. Even when we're small, people often root for the naughty girl to get away with whatever mischief she has been up to. Perhaps you remember a time when you were being naughty and instead of actually being punished for it, you were rewarded for being naughty. Perhaps you were rewarded for getting away with something, for being cheeky, or looking cute while you were doing something that actually probably wasn't the right thing to do. Lots of women are taught that acting naughty is inappropriate and that people don't want them to be naughty as they get older. The connection between naughty or risque and wicked is made quickly and women who have been brought up in traditional homes can worry how they'll be perceived if they behave in this way. So in this case, I'm talking about behaving in a um, sexually available way, behaving in a way that um, ignites desire and arousal. Despite this, naughty girls are often sought after. They are seen to be sexually liberated and sometimes even slutty. And as a result, many people think that they might have a chance with a naughty girl. But some suggest that all girls have a naughty side. Some of the qualities attributed to naughty girls are ones that it would benefit all women to have. Being outspoken is a quality that all women can benefit from. 
When you're outspoken, you are able to express your needs and your desires, so you have a much better chance of having them met. As I learned some time ago, closed mouths do not get fed. If you can't express your needs, if you cannot ask, your ability to get your needs met is very, very limited. You're relying on the possibility that someone will ascertain what you want and what you need just by knowing you well, just by observing, and then act on those needs without you ever saying a word. Mind readers in relationships don't exist. Naughty girls are provocative. They own their own sexuality, so they get what they need, and they have a lot of fun doing it. Naughty girls are rebellious. A bit of rebellion can take a woman a long way. Being rebellious means that you are refusing to simply toe the party line. Rebelliousness can mean standing up for yourself and refusing to conform. Of course, there are times where conforming is, re- is appropriate or where conforming will get you a better result. However, there are lots of times where conforming means you don't have the opportunity to try new things, and this can lead to regrets. I think there's nothing sadder than somebody coming through towards the end of their life with a handful or a bucket full of regrets. It's one of the reasons that I offer the sexual bucket list workshop as an online offering. And then I also offer it as an in-person workshop and retreat. Being naughty and being rebellious can mean that you do the things on your bucket list. So sometimes improving Your level of naughtiness leads to great rewards. Being naughty leads to punishment in some situations. One of the top role play fantasies is to punish a naughty girl. This role play can take many forms from a naughty girl being called in to see the head or the principal to a naughty girl being spanked over an adult's lap to a naughty girl being told to stay in the corner. All of these scenes harness a bit of shame in order to add to the sizzle. Shame is not always a part of naughtiness, but it is often an integral part. Shame can be toxic, but it can also be a delicious part of a sexual scene. For example, there are lots of folk who enjoy being embarrassed during a scene, telling somebody they have been naughty, will bring back the shame learned in childhood, but with an erotic twist. Janice finds being made to blush exciting. Janice is a redhead with very pale skin. So when Janice blushes, oh my God, she blushes from her toes to the part in her hair at the top of her head. If you're observant, you can watch the butt blush travel all the way up her body. Her partners devise all sorts of ways to make her blush. 
John loves to catch her playing with herself because this will always cause a deep blush that will move quickly from the toes to the top of the head. Janice feels naughty when caught playing with herself and looks forward to the punishment she knows will come when John catches her. They've enacted this scene in a whole bunch of ways over the years, including him catching her in bed before she goes to sleep, him catching her in the loo, and him catching her outside while she was lying in the grass fantasizing. Punishment has ranged from over-the-knee spanking to being stood in the corner. Both of them really enjoy her embarrassment. Her partner Robin also loves to make her blush. She tends to do so by sneaking up on her and touching her or by giving her an unexpected compliment. This embarrassment causes Janice to feel to blush, to feel a bit of shame mixed in with pleasure. She says that she has always found that blushing caused a certain amount of excitement. So this has been with her since her sexual awakening. Sometimes Janice enjoys being embarrassed in public and in front of other people. And there are so many opportunities to do that for Janice that it really brings a lot of rich enjoyment and rich scenes for her partners, because even a simple statement in public in a particularly diff difficult crowd can cause her to go absolutely beat red. Robert likes to be mischievous, just like he was when he was a boy. He likes to play pranks. He knows that Jan will spank him if she catches him, but he cannot help it. He loves the feeling of being caught, and he says that this turns him on more than most things. Angel tries ever so hard to behave like her name. There is nothing she enjoys more than when she is caught doing something naughty, like flirting with the girls in the office next to hers. When Terry catches her, she knows that she will be put over her knee. The shame that these three feel is a part of the enjoyment they get out of these sexual activities. But this is not so for everyone. Many people experience toxic shame around their sexual desires. They cannot enjoy the activities because they believe that they are wrong or ill or evil for having the fantasies in the first place. Renee Brown is a leading shame researcher. She makes the distinction between shame and guilt. She says, Based on my research and the research of other shame researchers, I believe that guilt is adaptive and helpful. It's holding something we've done or failed to do up against our values and feeling psychological discomfort. I define shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we're flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. Unfortunately, sexual shame remains a part of many of our cultural experiences and upbringings. Women are often taught that feeling and seeking sexual pleasure is wrong and shameful. Men are also shamed for certain desires. 
Living with this shame makes it difficult for people to fully own their sexuality. You don't have to live with this shame. There are a variety of ways to get rid of it. Some that you can do for yourself and others that you can do working with a therapist or coach. If you've been ashamed of something for a long time, start by deliberately thinking about it. See if you can figure out where the shame comes from. If you're able to identify that, you can tell yourself a new story. You can rewrite the script. If you can't even begin to look at things that you're ashamed about desiring, that's the time to see a therapist who specializes in sex and relationships. They will help you to become comfortable with your desires and rid yourself of toxic shame while keeping the bit that causes you to feel that bit hot and bothered. Toby wrote in and asked me to talk about how to find people to be naughty with. He told me that he enjoys engaging in schoolboy fantasies and he's not had much luck finding partners who enjoy the same things. Toby can try places like FetLife, which is kind of like Facebook for kinky people. Um, it has lots and lots of different groups with different threads about as many interests as you can possibly think of. And Toby, that's one of the ways that you can find people. You can join the groups that are related to your exact desires and, um, and get to know people online that way. If you are in the UK or you come to the UK, you can join Spanking School Days, which is http colon backslash backslash www.spankingschooldays, all one word, .co.uk. They provide an actual club with a full school day or a half school day with a headmaster or a headmistress present. There are other places that provide a similar service as well as private clubs. You can search spankingcontacts.com and that's all one word or spankingcontacts.co.uk. There are lots of people out there like you, Toby. It's just about finding them. If you take your time, you will find some exciting playmates. Marta wrote asking how she can learn to create role play scenes so that she has the opportunity to be naughty in more depth. Marta, if you would like to learn how to create different types of role play in depth with one-to-one -one attention, do come attend my workshop, Casanova Secret. On the um, iPod notes, there's a link to click for current dates and locations. Um, if you'd like a self-help guide, uh, there's also a link on the iPod notes to click to get my ebook on role plays. To create a good role play, you need imagination, patience, and the willingness to laugh. Great role plays take lots of planning, and the planning stage is usually a lot of fun as well. You can use written erotica and films for inspiration or remembered scenes from your past. If you um, are doing this with a partner and creating it together, that's fantastic. Um, spend time really talking through the things that are most exciting. Make sure to cover all of your senses. If you have trouble finding people to enact your naughty fantasies with, or if you're not in a relationship, or if you're simply scared to share those with people you are already sexually involved with, you can always vi visit a professional. There are many sex workers who specialize in creating scenes for their clients to be naughty in. 
I often recommend working with a coach to be able to share your desires with your chosen partners as well. What does naughty look like for you? Is it as simple as having an extra dessert or flirting with the girl or boy on the train? Or is it as complex as becoming a schoolgirl or boy for the day and talking out of turn in class or committing another infraction and then undergoing punishment in the headmaster or mistress's office or in front of the class? Or is it simply being bold and acting on your desires? Write in and let me know at Dr. Lori Beth at a to Z of sex.com. That's A T O Z O F S E X dot com. Jen talked about um, a desire to have sex with lots of different people and spoke about feeling upset and distress and shamed um, because this made her believe that she was a slut. And to her, slut was an awful word. Jen spent some time working on this in therapy um, and discovered that her feelings of shame went back many years to the messages that she got when she was first becoming sexually active from her family and from her friends. If you are like Jen and you've experienced slut shaming and lots of judgment, it may be that you want some help to resolve your feelings um, and to make it possible for you to make the choice whether you want to have sexual relationships with many people or you want to restrict your sexual relationships to one person. If you're interested in more on this subject, in the first series, we did J is for judgment and slut shaming. And you can download that via the website or also via iTunes. Whatever it looks like, being naughty can bring that extra spark into your sexual life. If shame is making it hard for you to fully experience your naughty side, get in touch with me at HTTPS colon backslash backslash A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X.com and click the button that says book now for 30 minutes with me free. You can also email me at drlauribeth at a to z of sex.com if you prefer. Thanks for joining me this week for the A to Z of Sex. Please write in with your questions to drlauribeth at a to z of sex.com and visit both websites a to Z of sex.com and the dash intimacy dash coach.com to explore and learn to express your authentic sexual self. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and or Stitcher and please subscribe. Join me next week when the letter will be O and O is for online sex. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the A to Z of sex. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes and make sure you head over to www.atozofsex.com. That's A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X. To subscribe to my free newsletter to help you keep your sex life sizzling. Stay tuned for upcoming weekly episodes as we work our way through the sexual alphabet to discover the wide world of sex, sexuality, desire, and intimacy. Knowledge gives you the power to create relationships that bring you satisfaction and joy. 
Hope to see you next week.